at least they didn't have to amputate my foot. That's how my conversation with Joy, my Toastmasters protege, started yesterday. What? I must have screeched in her ear. I think it might make a good speech at the Toastmasters meeting, she continued. You think? Joy is a gifted copywriter and a marketing specialist. She knows how to put together a story to help a business grow. That little line, amputate my foot, is typical of her ability to capture my attention. She was calling me about confusion she had about the Level 1 Project 2 instructions. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about making Toastmasters education program work for your goals to customize your Toastmasters experience. I want to talk briefly about that Level 1 Project 2 confusion. We'll put that together with my report on adapting the visionary communications path to storytelling. Do you have goals in your life? Do you want to make changes in your world and have an impact on the world around you? Then Toastmasters is here to help you. We teach leadership and public speaking skills that will be the tools you need to reach your goals. This is Toastmasters 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. When Joy called me yesterday, I was making dinner and I thought for a second that I should just call her back later. But I did pick up the call, and I'm glad I did. Joy had a question about the Level 1 Project 2 confusion. Project 1 Level 2 is complicated. For new members, this is a difficult set of speech projects wrapped up into one, and it's hard to understand. I've covered this before in a previous podcast, Episode 7, last year. While nothing's changed... Nothing's changed. It's still, to me, an overly complicated project. I believe Joy's confusion is justified. I don't think this project description is well-written, so let me go over it. For this project, you're going to give a brand new speech, not your icebreaker. That was the previous speech. Nope, this speech is about another topic of your choice, five to seven minutes. I do recommend you talk about something you like because after you give this speech the first time, you're going to get an evaluation with points of growth. Then you're going to rework this speech. You're going to work in the points of evaluation that were given to you, and then you will give the speech a second time and get another evaluation specifically about how you improved. I think that this is a great idea to help you improve quickly. I like this particular part of this project. That evaluation in the middle is done by another Toastmaster, but you are finally going to give someone else an evaluation, and that's the last component of this speech project. As I say, complicated. Joy's confusion is just like everyone else's. They think the first speech they gave, the icebreaker, is the speech they're supposed to repeat. I even thought that back when I started on Pathways. Joy's story about her foot isn't mine to tell, but she's got a whopper to share at our next club meeting for her next speech. But don't you want to know why she thought the doctor they might have to cut off one of her feet? I want to know. Joy's natural default is to craft words that entice her reader to want to know more. Her gifts with language are outstanding. She joined Toastmasters because she knows that she needs to work on her presentation skills. 
Everyone joins Toastmasters for self-improvement. I've been a member officially for 10 years now. This is my anniversary week, and I'm still looking to improve. But right now, while I'm never going to say I'm a great public speaker, I want to focus on storytelling. Toastmasters isn't providing a pathway right now specific to storytelling, but several months ago, I announced here on the podcast my intent to modify the visionary communications path to work on these skills. Like all Toastmasters newbies, I'm facing some challenges. Let's go through what I had to look at and what I've made changes to. The first level speech projects were pretty simple for me to adapt to telling stories. Then the plague hit. Here's the second deep, dark reason that I wanted to work on storytelling. I love performing before an audience. That feeling you get when you've got them in your hand and they're breathlessly waiting for your next word. Man, there is nothing like that. Nothing. I love that feeling and I want to build that skill into my presentations. But it's not the same online. I determined I would continue, as the plague won't last forever. There were a few projects, however, that I struggled to adapt. But strangely, it wasn't the ones that I expected I would have trouble with. The Leadership Style Project and Level 2. How do I tell a story about leadership styles, especially online? This was at the beginning of the time when we moved from meeting in person to meeting online. This past spring, with the call to make masks, I pulled out my old sewing machine and I got to work. Interestingly, my oldest daughter purchased a sewing machine at the same time, but she'd never shown any interest in sewing in the past, so I was surprised and pleased she'd done so. But it didn't take long for her, so far away from any hands-on help, to get discouraged. My daughter-in-law was inspired to start sewing, but the challenges, and then losing her access to the sewing machine made sewing hard for her. Suddenly, I had a story, three stories actually, of trying to help other people how to learn to sew. I didn't expect that leadership speech to become so easy to develop. The mentoring speech from level two also, that should have been easy for me too. After all, we're told in the instructions to share a story of how we've been mentored. But again, I was stymied. I wouldn't say that I've had a lot of relationships that I would call a formal mentorship. That speech grew out of making masks also. It became a story of recognizing those who had taught me how to sew. And I demonstrated how to sew a mask at the same time. I honestly could not think of a single way to incorporate a story into this project. But then it was simple. And it was natural and organic. It just flowed from our circumstances into a tribute to some women from my past. This wasn't a speech I could have given in front of a club easily. I really needed my sewing machine for it. The level four communication change. I also thought I was going to have to force storytelling into this mix. Again, it was surprisingly simple. My advanced club, Hall of Fame Advanced Speakers, needed a new plan to recruit members. I had some ideas about some changes we might consider. While stories were not central to the speech, I made an effort to use story in the presentation. 
I had to customize my Toastmasters experience to bring in storytelling. And that's where I am now, level four electives. And I guess you're thinking, Kim, you do podcasts. Why not just use the podcasting elective? Every one of your podcasts has a story in it. Well, yeah, that was the first reason I wanted to focus on storytelling, to improve this podcast. So here are my thoughts. I've completed two paths in Pathways and Toastmasters. I have a Pathways Distinguished Toastmaster Award. And while I haven't done all of these projects for credit, I've already done all of these things. Level four is supposed to be building skills. That really wasn't going to happen. I've always said in the past, when given the chance, I'd always opt for managing a difficult audience project because it is so much fun. But will it be online? Plenty of Toastmasters have asked for advice on how to do this project online. And while I sympathize with them, I love this project. Doing it online will not have the level of interaction with my audience that I crave. What could I do? What I could do, and if I ever pull this together as a proposal for Toastmasters for a new path called storytelling, is to use the required level four speech project from the engaging humor path. The power of humor in an impromptu speech speech project for level four, that project description sounds like just what I need. Two impromptu speeches that are two to three minutes each, apparently done one right after the other. Random topics, anecdotes must be included. That's exactly what I need. And fortunately, one of my fellow Toastmasters in my club just wrapped up the engaging humor path, so he has access to the material, and he might be willing to work with me on this. I'm now looking forward to level five, demonstrating expertise. I knew that this would be the level that would require the most repurposing of the projects towards storytelling. The required assignment, Develop Your Vision, is again one of those projects that going for a story doesn't seem obvious to me right now. Perhaps as I work through all of the other assigned resources, something will come to me. Right now, I am planning to change up the elective option, Ethical Leadership. That speech project is a panel discussion I'm going to change it to a story slam. Have you ever heard of a story slam? It's where several people, where several storytellers are given a topic to prepare a story. Then the audience votes on the winner. I can use the topic ethics and create a storytelling event. It's not exactly moderating a panel discussion, although I could include a Q&A session with the speakers and the audience as the votes for the winner are tabulated. I think this will be a lot of fun. Essentially, I'll have to take over an entire club meeting for this event, but it would be something we could invite people to attend as a come find out about Toastmasters online party. I attended a storytelling class last winter, and some of the attendees had been or currently are Toastmasters. Hi, Ellen. But most were not. So an event like this could be promoted into the local storytelling community as a way to introduce them to Toastmasters. Is what I'm doing legitimate? Will Toastmasters International approve? First, I'm not asking them to approve it. 
I'm not working toward another Distinguished Toastmasters Award. I am working for myself. I'm working on my goals. I'm customizing my Toastmasters experience. Second, I'm trying to use visionary communications as a path to and conform as much as I can to the requirements. But the point of this experiment is how to create a storytelling path. So, of course, I'm going to be heading off track in several projects. Which brings me around to you. Why are you in Toastmasters? What are your goals? Joy is looking at her next speeches. I want to help her look a little further so that we in Toastmasters can help her to achieve all of her goals, not just to tell us a great story about her foot. Sometimes we long-term Toastmasters get very narrow focused on what Toastmasters wants. Every club has a set of 10 goals or points called the Distinguished Club Program. These are very valuable because when a club fulfills these goals, it's a good indicator that the club is serving its members well. Sometimes we longtime Toastmasters forget that the reasons people joined our clubs isn't about our goals, it's about theirs. Now, in all of this, we know that both of these things can and should align. You can achieve your goals, and we should, as a result, see the clubs reach theirs. Sometimes it's a matter of finding the right mentor. If your goals include improving public speaking in general, we got you covered. If you want to focus on a specific skill, a specific topic, a specific method, please don't feel locked in by these projects. Talk to your vice president of education about what you want to learn. If that vice president of education can't help you, talk to some senior long-term members of Toastmasters like me. We can help you adjust and develop the skill set you need for your future. Just like if a member comes and wants to learn how to present with slides, or just like the member who never wants to use slides ever, we can make this program work for you. Customizing your path is quite possible. Give it some thought. We're here to help you to achieve your goals. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. If you're listening to this podcast in August 2020, then our international convention is probably going on right now. I'm hearing really good things about the keynote speaker. Did you hear him speak? What did you think? You might know a person who is considering joining Toastmasters, but just isn't convinced that it's worth the money and the effort right now. How about you invite them to come to a few more meetings and talk about their goals? Once we know what people are looking for, we may be able to help them discover how Toastmasters can help them too. Or you could suggest they listen to the Toastmasters 101 podcast. You can find us on the web at Toastmasters101.net, or we can be found on almost all podcast player apps. We're trying to get on some more international platforms, so let me know if there's a place that you think we should be found. We'll talk to you again next time on the Toastmasters 101 podcast.